This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. This message today. What is the question? You know, life is full of questions. And getting the right answers for your life largely depends on asking the right questions. For the questioning soul, the good news is that God is. Everyone say, God is. God is. And He is always the right answer. Now, do you have questions about your life here today? You know, for the sick, the question would be, is there a healer? Uh, For the oppressed, is there a deliverer? For the lost, is there a way maker? And in all these, God is the answer to everyone and everything that we'll ever encounter in this life. Now, I know that that's too simple uh, for some inquiring minds. Uh, Faith is not reasonable. It's beyond reason and human intelligence Faith, the Bible says, is of the heart. For with the heart, a man believes. And God asks us first uh, to believe that He is. Those that come to God must believe that God is. Everyone say, God is. is. See, nothing and no one is greater or bigger than God. So we're to look to God who is. Everyone say, who is. Who is. See, look to God who is the answer to answer you and your particular question. Now, where is the God who is the answer and my answer? Well, uh, the good news is is that you don't have to travel to the ends of the earth. The Bible says you don't have to get in, uh, and I'm going to put it in a modern vernacular here, get in. Uh, the space program and, and you know, uh, go to the highest heavens to bring God down. We don't have to drill to the depths of the earth to bring God up. The Bible says that He is near us. It says that the Word is near us. So the good news is the God who is, where we find Him, is found in His book of answers. But the Bible teaches us that um, he said, I have answered you before you even called. You know, this book was written before I ever came into being. Yet, uh, when, when God opened my eyes to it as I looked in the book uh, of answers for my answers, I found myself in here. I found myself. I don't know what it is lately. We've, we've just, you know... Uh, this phrase, they're, they're still trying to find themselves. How many of you are familiar with this phrase, they're still trying to find themselves? Well, uh, you know, uh, the best place to find yourself is in the book of answers. If the question is, who am I? Uh, you're, you were made and created by God. God planned and purposed you. And that answer for you in particular and personally is found in, the, in this book. The Bible says that when Jesus began uh, his ministry, he stood up with the, 
uh, in the synagogue, as was his uh, in the church house, as was his custom. He was in the church house as his custom. Amen. Let me just camp there for just a moment. See, if you're a follower of Jesus, there's no doubt where you're going to be on a Sunday. You're going to follow him as is his custom to be in the house of God. Amen. It's not whether you at one time had an encounter with Jesus or you a follower of Jesus. Because when you have an encounter with Jesus, that, uh, that encounter resulted in, he said, now I'm Lord, follow me. Come follow me. All right. Now, uh, it said that he was in the, uh, the church house, as was his custom. And he stood up for to read, and he found the, uh, the text in the uh, book of Isaiah, 61st chapter, And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor, the brokenhearted, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now listen, and he said, uh, and he said, this scripture is today fulfilled in your ears, within your hearing. So he found himself in the book. And he was bold to declare himself, this is who I am. Amen. Amen. And we need to do the same thing. So if you're really looking for uh, uh, the answer to life's major questions in in your life, uh, it's found in his book of answers. Every answer to the human experience, both temporal in this earthly life and for eternity, uh, is already been written out. It's an open book test. Turn to your neighbor and say, open, open the, book the book and find, and find the, answer the answer to the question, the question you're, asking. you're asking or life's asking you. Just that simple. Now, you don't want to be involved with the complicated stuff. All right? Uh, entanglements and all this. Uh, lies get complicated, don't they? Because one lie has to beget another lie. When truth is simple, you just say the same thing every time. It's the truth. But a lie, you've got to keep figuring out, oh, what a... My parents used to quote that to me, you know, uh, because children will lie. (laughs) If it's going to save... They think it's going to save them. Uh, Oh, what a wicked web... We weave when at first we practice to deceive, you know. And uh, I remember them quoting that to me, you know. And that's true. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you're all caught up in that lie. Are you listening? And nothing but the truth will break the power of that. Mm -hmm. So truth is always the simplest uh, solution to every issue that there is. Find the truth. Isn't it wonderful that God said this word is truth? Yes. This book is truth. The answer is always truth and, and uh, you can find it in the book of truth. Amen. Now, the Bible goes on to say that he said, I answered you before you ever even called on me. And in another place in Hebrews, it says, he that comes to God or she that comes to God with questions... I'm adding that in there, must believe that God is 
and we'll put in parentheses the answer. But this must believe that God is. For without faith, the Bible says, believing that God is, it's impossible to please God. And what pleases God the most? To be believed and received. Believing and receiving uh, are hand in hand. If we believe, then, uh, then we are to receive. There was one gentleman in the, uh, um, in the Bible that, uh, that uh, had uh, blindness. Mm-hmm. He was blind. Right. Now one of the, the, the and we're going to look in a few minutes here, what Je- the message that Jesus was preaching was the same message everywhere. Isaiah 61 said, I'm anointed. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. He has anointed me. And He has anointed me to do certain things. And if you believe that, you can receive that. One of them, recovery of sight to the blind. Well, that man heard that. He heard the reports of people Mm -hmm. that have believed that, receiving that. And when Jesus passed by him, uh, uh, and again here, you know, sometimes we just let stuff pass by. Your stuff is passing... You know, your answer is passing by. <laughs> but we are got a silent prayer request. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Honey, people that really believe God and receive from God, when, when, when the answer walked by to their question, it didn't matter. They jumped up and hollered. That's right. they, had to, they, had, they needed an answer, wanted it, and they got with it. Amen. See, real believing uh, winds up in receiving. Won't be denied. Hello. We'll not be quiet. No, not. not when the answer's right Hello, there. So they, he said, what's all this commotion about? He said, it's Jesus. He yeah. said, Jesus? Yeah. You mean the one that said he's anointed by God? Yeah. The one that said the spirit of the Lord yeah. is on him? Yeah. The one that declared recovery of sight to the blind? Yeah. Throwed off that beggar's coat. Yeah. Throwed off, are you listening? Throwed off what the world said. You're blind, so you wear this. This will identify you as a blind man. And you can do what only a blind man does. Everybody that sees you will know you're blind because you got the coat of a blind on you. Then he jumped up, throwed that thing off. He goes, my time is right now. Today is my day. The anointed one and his anointing is within my reach. If I can holler enough, I can't see him, but I can, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. They said, shut up now, you're messing up the service. You don't understand, we're having a processional here. This is holy official business. Jesus, hollered all the louder. When they told him, hush up, he hollered even louder. You don't live my life, honey. You ain't the one here. You hold this thing. You beg beside the road. You be the quiet one. Go on ahead and be religious if you want to. But I believe a God who is. He is present. He is my answer. And I'm telling you, man, I mean, he got Jesus' attention. It wasn't no silent prayer request. It wasn't no sitting there while everything went by. You know, just another day. Hey, today. I done heard a thing. And, I, and you told me he's right here. Hey, you came this way just for me. Everybody else is just hanging around, but I've been waiting for my answer. Well, 
He said, Jesus said, bring him on up here. Bring the little disturbing, disrupting little boy. Bring him up here. And he said, son, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, I want to receive my sight. I want my sight. You said you're anointed to, to bring recovery of sight to the blind. I want my sight. What did Jesus say to him? He, I love this. He said, become what you believe. Become what you believe. And instantly, he received his sight. Instantly. His belief received instantly. See, some of our believing is put off our receiving to a God who might be someday. He was maybe yesterday, and He might be someday. But see, you can't receive from God. The God, God is a right now God. God is. God is. See, is. You've got to believe the God that is. Is present tense. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at some other things in here. Without faith, believing that God is, it's impossible to receive the God who is and what God has for us. See, God, the good news is that the God who was is the God who is. And is the God who will always be. The Bible says Jesus Christ, the same, always the same, yesterday... In the south they say, back in the day, yesterday, today, and forever. Now, did Jesus heal? Back in the day, yesterday. Did Jesus deliver? Did Jesus save? Rescue the perishing back in the day? Well, if He did it then, does He do it now? Yes, He still will. And he still does. Now Luke's gospel account in chapter 5. Let's turn over uh, there. Fifth chapter of Luke. Verse number 17. says, It came to pass on a certain day uh, that he was teaching. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. Uh, one of those days, as he, as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come from every village and town of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present with him to heal them. Now, I want you to see this. As he was teaching, the healing power of God was on him. It's another translation says this. As he was teaching, it became, listen, the, uh, the power of God was present. Yes, yes. Now, why, did, why would that be? Well, listen, the, uh, he declared that. He believed that and he received that. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach which I'm doing, and to bring healing. Amen. We'll see that in a minute over in Acts. So while he was teaching, the power of God was present to heal. 
them was whoever was there. Amen. Now, uh, I want to I cross-reference this because this is very interesting. It said they were sitting by. Everybody sitting by. Now, the Bible is very careful to say these was were religious folks. The religious folks came and they were sitting by. Everybody sitting by. That's what religious people do. And you'll see down in the text a little bit later, they came with questions. Uh-huh. Really, they were just questioning him. They didn't believe him. So they questioned him and they questioned everything that he did, everything that he said. I mean, they're about to witness a tremendous miracle right in front of their eyes and all they still remain questioning. Who is this that he would say this? Who is that? And they didn't believe, listen, they didn't believe his words and they didn't believe his works either one. They were just sitting by. But the, but the Bible says as he was teaching and, you know, uh, the present, the power of God was on him and was present because he was present teaching. He was present in the teaching. Are you listening? He's present here today teaching us. Well, then if it if he was doing that, then he's doing that right now. Same Jesus. You didn't come to believe Bruce White. You came to hear from God. So as we're teaching today, the, the power of God is present to heal them. Now you can just sit by with your questions, questioning Him and questioning everything that's said. Hallelujah. Let me, let me look, move over here to uh, uh, 6. The, the Bible, I believe, is sequential. Now see, one person's deliverance can, can result in a tremendous outpouring uh, of other people's faith for the same thing. Come on, Pastor. Amen. So here we are just one chapter over, just a little further down the road. Amen. And it says in, in, in exact same 6 and 17 over here, it says, Jesus came down with them and took his stand on a level spot with a great crowd of his disciples and a vast throng of people from all over Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. Big draw from all over. There was a big draw of religious folks back in chapter 5. Are you listening? And it was, listen, the crowd was religious. I'm going to show you that because only one guy got anything. (laughs) But in this crowd, now, because one guy got something, now we've got, listen, now we've got another crowd happening here. And it says they came to listen to him and to be cured of their diseases. One translation is saying they came to hear him and to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. Honey, you got to, you got to come with a question, but willing to hear the answer. Are you listening? Because you're... Healing sometimes depends on your hearing, not on your talking, not on your begging. Are you, are you hearing? God, please heal me. Now listen now. 
If you'd listen, he'd say, I already answered you before you even called. I healed you before the foundations of the world. It took me to get Jesus here to finish it. But you need to understand, it's been, it was done way back then. It was completed in your sphere and in your realm already. Now, if you believe it, come boldly and receive it. You just need to hear it's a done deal. But you got to believe it as done and finished and nothing is going to separate you from the love that did it to begin with. The love that hung on a cross and was hitched to a, hill, a, a, a whipping post and paid the price. Nothing could stop that so it can't stop you now. Listen now, it can't stop you now from believing that or from receiving that because it couldn't stop him. Nothing and no one can stop what God wanted to do for you, what God actually did for you. Are you listening? But we have to receive it here in the natural realm. Now we don't receive it. Jesus didn't, you know, Jesus didn't do it. He didn't tell the blind men, feel your eyes. He said, become what you believe. What you believe, son, receive that. You believe I'm him? You believe one translation, another place, two other blind men were there, and he said, You believe I can do this for you? They said, Yes, Lord. He goes, Well, go on. And they instantly received. Believe him. The God who is the healer is present to heal. And if you're present to hear, have an expectation that as he teaches. The power of God is present, just like it was then, it's present now. I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about Jesus. Is He the same Jesus we're talking about back there? Would He be the same Jesus right here? Now some of you sit in the doctor's office just waiting to hear Him say, I've got a pill for that. I can give a shot for that. Listen, I can cut you wide open and get rid of that. Hmm? And sit there and read the magazines and watch the TV and all that kind of stuff. And you can't pay attention for five minutes to something that will help you. Now, come on now. Here, they came to hear and to be healed of their diseases. And listen, he didn't just go... Uh, uh, he didn't just leave it there. He went one step further. It says, And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed also. Even those who were disturbed and troubled with unclean spirits, and they were being healed also. Hmm? Let's turn over here. Hold your place back in uh, Luke 5. Well, actually, let's go back to Luke 5. Let me finish that, and then we'll go over into Acts. In Luke 5, it says this, in verse 18, And behold, men brought in a bed. Some men were bringing on a stretcher, a man who was paralyzed, and they tried to carry him in and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way. See, you're never going to find a way in being in, in the religious crowd. Religion will keep you out and crowd you out of the presence of God. Religion isn't about the presence of God. It's about just sitting around. Are you listening? Questioning everything and everything that God would say or anything and everything that God would do. That's religious. 
And there's no room for the believing in the religious. You ain't going to find a way into the presence of God and therefore the power of God in the religion, in, in being religious with this. Jesus is a living reality. He's real right now, as real right now here as he was right there back then. Are you listening? He had the same problem. He's preaching God to these folks. <laughs> Are you listening? And they wouldn't believe God, so they wouldn't believe Him. Because He said, God has anointed me. The Spirit of the Lord is on me. But He looked just like me. He's just a man preaching. He's just teaching from the Word of God. They had to decide, is that God talking for real is that really the truth? Uh-huh. Is God is in that? You see, you have to decide the same thing. Well, I'm boldly declare to you. I'm telling you what now. I am anointed by God to preach this message to you here today. And while I'm teaching, the power of God is present in this house to heal you. And to set you free. If you are vexed or oppressed in any way, shape, or form, disrupted, troubled by the devil, that's going to go to. Whatever your problem, whatever your issue, whatever the question, he is the answer. Amen. Now, it said these guys came. They couldn't find a way in through religion. That's why we don't give religion no place. Amen. I mean, in the realm of the Spirit, uh, you know, all week long, I pray for folks and I tell the spirit of religion, you let my people go. You let the folks that are, that are to be present to hear right. so they can be healed. You let them go. They're going to come to church this Sunday. They're going to encounter and experience the living God. You free them up. I announce deliverance to them. Before they ever called on it, they've been delivered. They're free to come. Amen. Now, it's, it says here that they couldn't find any way to bring him in because of the crowd. So they went up on the roof and they lowered him with his stretcher through the tiles into the midst in front of Jesus. They knew that we got to get him in front of the God who is. We got to get him in his presence because it's in his presence that is his power. You got to... You, now see, now listen... Now, now he, can, he died so that he, could not, so that he wouldn't be limited in his presence. Now he lives inside you and me. Now where two or three are gathered together, he is there, is there, is there in the midst of them when he's believed and received. Amen. But they lowered him in front of Jesus. Uh, honey, you know, uh, you got to get to your answer. Sometimes you're sick in your body, but you've got to get up and get to the healing. Sometimes your trouble says stay home, give up, quit. But you've got to get to the breakthrough. You've got to get in the presence of the one that is anointed to deliver you, to heal you, to set you free, to cause a recovery in your life. Come on. Now. While some of them were sitting by, the Bible says, uh, this shows us this, there was a few other people that were bold in their believing about the God who is. This is why, you know, 
I mean, why do religiously we beg folks to come up? We're nobody begging these guys. They tore the roof off of the thing. That's pretty radical That's right. believing That's right. because they wanted help for their friend to got to get to the, the receiving. Right. Their believing said, we ain't going to be told no. Yeah. He's not the God of no. He is the God of yes and amen. All we got to do is get to where he is. Don't matter who else is there. We couldn't get through religion, but honey, there's always a way. The Bible says in one translation, I mean, imagine that. Here we are in the middle of a meeting and all of a sudden the roof is torn off and here comes a boy down on ropes sitting down in the middle and folks are going, what in the world is going on here? I mean, drama, honey. You talk about, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're in your house. And this wasn't, listen, the, this was a house. This wasn't the temple. This was a house. You're sitting in your house and all of a sudden, you know, you hear banging on the roof. And, and, and somebody just lowered down on a rope on the roof and said, Ev, I heard that you got Jesus. And I heard that Jesus is doing things in and through your life. Pray for me, Evan. There we go. What? No, glory goes. Why? They got to tear the roof off. You just watch your TV, minding your own business, and here. Bold in their believing. Bold enough to get up and get after it and get into the presence of God. Press into the presence of God. I mean, with a, I mean, we came all this way. We ain't come. We ain't being turned back now. I mean, I just barely made it to here. You think I'm not gonna? That I'm not gonna go away with what I came for? Where is that kind of believing of a God who is, who is present to heal, powerful to deliver? They came to. Their believing put them, they came to receive from a God who is. Now listen, I believe this. They understood that being in His presence, the God who is, His power is in His presence. They needed a, they needed a healer and they received a healer. Now, they were bold in their believing and received. Let's go over here to Acts right quick. Acts 10. And 36. Now, here, Peter is uh, and preaching to the outsiders, the, uh, Cornelius. This is when God introduced the, uh, the gospel uh, to men who was believing, but they had not received yet. Now, listen. It says, You know the contents of the message which he sent to Israel, announcing the good news of the gospel of peace by Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. The same message which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee after the baptism preached by John, how God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power. Now that's the message that Jesus went and preached. said, God has anointed me. God sent me. God sent me to say shalom elekem. Elekem. Peace. The good news of the peace. The Bible says how God sent Jesus with the message of peace. Listen, that, that uh, news, the gospel of peace, shalom 
Elekem means peace be unto you. Or shalom be unto you. Now shalom means more than you just feeling a little respite from trouble. That peace meant safety, rest, prosperity, wholeness, welfare, completion, fullness, soundness, well-being. All of that was in that, is in that word peace. All right? The Bible says that the price of our peace was laid on him. He paid the price for our peace. For that blessing of peace. Are you listening? More than a feel good and just a little shelter from the storm. Honey, God is when he said peace be still, this is what he's using. It wasn't, listen, it wasn't so much to the, uh, the storm itself. The guys he had in the ship, he said, peace. It belongs to them. I've been sent to give it to them. It's on them now. Shut up. Be still. The first word was peace. The first word of the blind man, become. (laughs) There's so much power in just, no wonder they said we just need to hear and we'll be healed. We need to hear and we'll be delivered. For with a word, just one word, Just one word, peace, the message, the good news, the gospel, preaching peace. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth. And he went about doing good. And in particular, caring all, caring all, healing all who were oppressed. In this translation, it says harassed or oppressed by the power of the devil for God was with him. Now I'm going to tell you what now. I'm boldly coming you, to you today saying God's with me. And God's with this message. He's with us. And as I'm teaching, I've been authorized to teach these words to you today. Speak these words to you today. In particular, that you would be healed. Are you listening? Of all the oppression, the trouble, the harassment of the devil. Now, I'm preaching this message today. The Lord Jesus is working with me. According to Mark 16, I want to go over here and uh, well, I say, see, I believe this. Oh, I believe this. I'm not trying to believe this. I believe this. And I'm going to act on what I believe. I am becoming what I believe. Amen. You're watching something right in front of your eyes where I'm concerned. And, I'm, and, 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 and sometimes I feel like the man paralyzed uh, on the... On the stretcher. But see, he was the key to the whole region. Because he believed the next crowd that gathered wasn't religious. They all came to hear. They all came to be healed. Because they heard somebody got healed. Somebody got delivered. Somebody was set free. Somebody was bold in their believing, so they were bold in their their believing. Are you listening? Amen. Now, this is what the Bible says. I didn't write this. I didn't get up one day and said, this is a good idea. I think I'll just write this down and this will be my message. This is God's message. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. 
It'd be the, just the same. Listen, if I believe he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, it'd be just the same that if, as a disciple, that if he was standing here face to face with me today and with you, he'd say, now, all authority, all power, all authority uh, uh, in the earth and all ability from heaven has been given to me. Now you go preach the gospel. Tell people the good news. Tell them the same thing that I told them. Tell them the spirit of the Lord is on me. Tell them I'm their healer. I'm their answer. Tell them that I want to use my power. He said, and in my name you do what I did. He said, you lay your hands on them and they will recover for you just the same way they recover for me because it's not you, it's me. But do it in my name. Yes, Lord. Be bold in your believing so they can be bold in their, rece- their believing and receiving. Hallelujah. Now listen, he, he said this. He said, go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news of the gospel to every creature of the whole human race. He who believes, adheres to, trusts in, and relies on the gospel with him uh, and, and him whom it sets forth and is baptized will be saved. And he who does not will be condemned. Well, we're believing today, right? He said, and these attesting signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new languages. They will pick up serpents. And even if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt, harm them or hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will get well. And it said, after the Lord Jesus, he has spoken to them. He's taken up into heaven, sat down at the right hand of God, doing what? Expecting every enemy now, are you listening, be put underneath his feet, expecting them to do what he told them to do. Now, now here, the, this is Jesus' part. And when we do what he tells us to do, when we're believing and we're bold to do that, when we do that, here's what, he's not off the job. It says, they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord kept working with them and confirming the message by the attesting signs and miracles that closely accompanied it. Amen. Is Jesus the same? Did he work? Uh, his miracles and closely attesting signs to the message they were preaching then. Will he do that same thing today? Yes, he will. Yes, he he does. So if you need healing in your uh, any way, shape, or form, says healing all that were oppressed, harassed by the devil. All. There is nothing. There's no one that's outside of the of the reach of the love of God that did all this stuff and continues to do all this stuff for us. Jesus is here as I preach this message. And He's ready uh, to attest to this message with signs and miracles that will closely accompany. Now I'm going to obey Him. All right, If you believe that, come boldly to receive that. I'm not going to beg... I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to try to religiously worm my way into your intellectual reasoning or argue or anything like that. If you believe that, just come boldly to, to receive that. You've been oppressed by the devil, troubled by the devil. You've got stuff you know good and well. That's just the devil. Then there is a power present today to, get re- to release you from that, to get rid of that. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.